Hi, I'm Adam Sanford. I'm an academic life coach and professor in Los Angeles. And I'm Dinur Bloom. I'm a college professor in Los Angeles. And this is Learning Made Easier, a podcast where we discuss how we learn and how we teach and how they overlap. This is episode 67, How to Reach Out When a Professor Fails to Help in Extreme Situations. A sudden, unforeseen, extreme situation has come up. A family member is sick, or there's a death in the family, or you've taken on a role as primary earner for your family, and you have to go through training or work one to two weeks at a time that overlaps with your classes, and you need to leave class for some time, and one of your professors won't reply to the email you sent out. What do you do? Now, you've already tried reaching out via email. You've tried making an appointment for online office hours, but your professor is not responding. What should you do? Well, first, take some stock. Recognize whether this is an individual emergency, uh, that is, it's just you, or a broader one. An individual emergency will only affect you in terms of class time missed. But a broader one would include maybe group projects where you need to let your group members know what days you're unavailable because of the emergency. A very broad example would be the campus is shutting down due to COVID. Make sure to email your professor. Putting everything in writing offers both of you a reference as to what the situation is and what will be affected. Classes missed, possible due dates. Ask for arrangements in terms of due dates and make sure to get notes from two or three classmates when you can to get you a sense of what was discussed in class. Watch the recorded video lectures too. Now, when a pandemic hits, it throws everyone into some chaos. So missed emails during this adjustment, your professor may not be intentionally ignoring you. It may just be they're overwhelmed by the changes too. This doesn't make their lack of response helpful, but it does help us understand that depending on the nature of the emergency, multiple people may be affected and that can change how responsive they can be. So if you've tried emailing or approaching your professor already, contact your department chair and explain you really need to reach this professor but they're not responding. The chair is our immediate supervisor and it is their job to make sure the people in the department are working well with each other and with the students. When this episode topic was first suggested to us by a former student of mine, I was a little confused. Not because extreme situations are hard to imagine, but that professors would be unresponsive seems really bizarre to me. Then campus closures thanks to COVID-19 happened and online teaching groups presented some schisms in how to teach during an extreme situation. The group this episode targets might fall in line more with the how to keep things rigorous camp more than the how do we grade kindly camp. The rigor posters increased their students workload and demanded real-time lectures, and in some cases, locked down browsers, some of which apparently track eye movement, which is creepy, in order to prevent cheating. The first question those demands raised for me, are these concerns really addressing what students need? Are these the primary concerns they have, that an extreme situation arose and now their classes will be too easy? My guess is probably not. As much as students and their professors may appreciate having a structure involving due dates, having some flexibility in that structure goes a really long way. In order to respond to my students, I made myself more available. I had increased availability via Zoom. Students could email or text me as well. 
and I relaxed my due dates and instituted a grade floor so that whatever students did or didn't finish couldn't lower their grade from when campus closed during the middle of our semester. Now for me, I really like structured classes. I'm not a freewheeling teacher by any means. And I create a structure at the beginning of the semester and I lay it out in the syllabus. But I'm also one of those professors who tends to hang out with his email browser open most of the time. So I respond fairly quickly. And I get just as annoyed with colleagues who don't respond in a timely fashion as students get annoyed with professors who don't. It's natural to think, you know, I'm spending my time reaching out to you. The least you could do it is acknowledge it. But I also had to realize that many of my colleagues who are many of your professors are overwhelmed. Many of them up until COVID only used email under protest. Never mind their learning management system. They hate it because without in-person interaction like you, many of them feel really lost and really isolated. So I do cut them a bit of slack. I still send them a reminder every week or so to say, hey, just need to get your feedback on this thing. Did you see my email of whatever date it was? And the fact is, you can't force your professors to respond, whether they're overwhelmed or not, just like we can't force our students to respond. So as Denor just said, document everything, put it all in writing, send emails, so you have evidence you did try to reach out when things went south. How students can use this? This may be the first time you've been confronted with the fact that your professors are human beings and fallible, just like you are. We all make mistakes. But when this happens, focus on making sure you're documenting your attempts to communicate and try not to take it personally. Remember how you felt when COVID first hit and disrupted your life. Some of your professors still may not have adjusted and being patient with them up to a certain point is going to work better in the long run. This will also reduce your stress levels to realize it's probably not about you. It's about them and what they're going through right now. Just as your professors don't know that you have kids or younger siblings, a difficult work situation or family member with COVID, you don't know that about them either. Try to cut them a little slack if you can. Now how teachers can use it? Don't be that professor. Recognize your students' inherent humanity, which means realizing not every aspect of their lives is under their control. Just as things outside our control happen to us, things out of their control happen to our students. And if they are trying to get in touch with you and say, hey, this thing I have no control over is going to affect my ability to do what we need me to do in class, it's only fair that you should respond back to them and say, hey, I hear you. Let's see what we can do. Really, that should be the bare minimum that you do. Mm -hmm. Be available and accessible to your students. Use a Google number that students can reach you at via text or call. Check and respond to your students' emails. And if you're absolutely overwhelmed and feeling like you just cannot do these things, it's still your responsibility to let students know. Due to a family emergency, I'm going to be behind in responding the next few weeks. I'm getting your emails, but please give me until a certain date to get back to you. I know that makes your life difficult too, and I hope this won't be a problem after whatever date you've set. If you've asked your students to cut you some slack, it's only fair for them to expect you to do the same for them too. So if it took you three extra days to respond to emails about an upcoming exam, then allow them three extra days to finish the exam. Be fair and kind first, because your students are going to remember whether you were kind or not. So that's what we have for you in episode 67. If you're finding this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. 
We're always hoping to get new subscribers so we can help more people. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Android. We're hosted on Blueberry.com. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you'd write a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to join us next week for episode 68 when Adam and I discuss how to keep yourself on track, even when that seems impossible. You've been listening to Learning Made Easier, a podcast about how we learn, how we teach, and how they overlap. We want to say thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon who make this podcast possible. If you want to support us, please go to www.patreon.com slash learning made easier. We look forward to seeing you next week.